As of January 1st, Albertans will be paying more for gasoline. Now, I don't know what the commodity prices are going to be uh, once we get into January. There may be some fluctuation there. But we do know that as of January 1st, an additional $0.09 cents a liter will be tacked onto the price of gasoline because that will be the provincial excise tax that is going to be applied. Now, going back to spring of last year, the Alberta government suspended its $0.13 cent per liter gasoline excise tax. The idea being that that would help Albertans deal with affordability challenges. Also reflecting the fact that higher oil prices were contributing to those gasoline prices in Alberta. Uh, the coffers of the province uh, certainly benefited from that. So with uh, the drop in oil prices, the subsequent drop in the price of gasoline, governments decided it's uh, time to bring back some of that tax. So January 1st, $0.09 cents a liter will apply, and the province says they'll review that at the end of March. Now, there are calls, though, for the Alberta government to hold off on reinstating that tax. Uh, so if not January 1st, when? And should we be having a broader conversation about what the gasoline excise tax rate should be? Or whether we actually still should have one at all? Uh, anyway, joining us to talk about that and a couple other issues, uh, Chris Sims joining us, Alberta Director with the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, taxpayer.com. By the way, for more, Chris, good to have you with us. You're welcome to the program. Thanks for having us on. Uh, so is, is this a tax increase? Is this still a, a tax reduction, just a smaller tax reduction as the province describes it? What, what is happening January 1st? Well, of course, it is a tax increase, mathematically speaking, because right now, if you went outside there in Calgary and filled up your vehicle or in Edmonton, you're paying zero provincial fuel tax. But as of January 1st, you're going to be paying $0.09 cents per litre for both gasoline and diesel. So for sure, it is a tax increase. Now, technically, it has been fully suspended uh, at $0.13 cents per litre for the past year. So right now, that's why it's zero. They're pushing it back up to 9 But at the end of the day, you're going to be out money. So yeah, it is a tax increase hitting us on January 1st. Well, does that fly in the face of uh, Bill 1, which passed this year, the Taxpayer Protection Act, which stipulates that if the government wants to raise taxes, there needs to be a referendum? Is Does, does it contradict at least the spirit of that legislation? That's a really good question, and I think they're squeaking out on this one, because the tax still existed. It was just suspended. So I don't think this qualifies as a violation of that, but I appreciate your spirit in asking it. So if not now, when? Like, what what should be the plan here? If it's not January 1st, I mean, I guess it's going to come back at some point, but, but when and how? So what we're hearing from people, and again, these are working people, working families, and I know callers into your show are saying the same thing. What we're hearing from people is, boy, inflation is still a major problem, especially now folks are out and about Christmas shopping. I overheard some parents the other day just say to each other in a discount store saying, gosh, prices are so high. Yeah, they are. And Trudeau is going to jack up his carbon tax again on us in just a few weeks' time. So on April 1st, that federal carbon tax is going up again. And so life is not more affordable. Inflation hasn't suddenly disappeared. Uh, and those were two of the major reasons that 
Premier Danielle Smith gave when she did the right thing a year ago and said, you know what, everything's bloody expensive. I'm going to do my best to put up a shield against Trudeau's overspending, which causes inflation, and his carbon tax hikes, and I'm going to save Albertans 13 cents a litre. She did the right thing, and that saved mega bucks. And so what we're asking her to do is to at least extend it for another six months, because everything we're hearing from folks is that life is still unaffordable, and they still are having trouble making ends meet. Well, are things going to be that much different in, in the summer? We'll see. We'd have to take a look at it and, again, find out what their finances are like. Because another reason why we're urging them to extend this six months is that they can afford it. You know, it's not like they're teetering on the brink of deficit or something and we're saying, hey, give us a tax cut. That would be silly. But, no, they have a $5.5 billion surplus right now. And that's after a year of no fuel tax. So keep in mind, they haven't been collecting it this entire 12-month period, but they still have a $5.5 billion surplus. So they could still put 50% of that down on the debt, as they have committed to, and they could extend this for the next six months. We'd still have more than $2 billion in surplus. Well, when this was announced, uh, you know, going back to spring of last year, it was stipulated that uh, going forward, it would be linked to the price of oil. So the reason mm-hmm. why it's coming back is because of where WTI is. And, you know, that was spelled out at the beginning when this, this tax pause was implemented. So isn't the government beholden to its own formula here? Oh, (laughs) the government can write laws and change formulas as they want to, which was evidenced when the premier made this announcement. You know, when she made this announcement, uh, she didn't get into a lot of the wonky details about the price of oil, barrel of oil, all that, which we still understand is important. It's important to undergird all these policies with facts and data. The reason she suspended it fully for all this time was affordability. It was for practicality. And what we're saying is, folks, uh, people are really struggling to do the, to pay for their vehicles to get filled up. They're fighting to pay for food. Why would they increase the price of fuel on January 1st? Keep in mind, this is a strange optics going on here. I can't believe I'm saying this. NDP Premier of Manitoba, Wab Canoe, is fully suspending his provincial fuel tax. So as of January 1st, folks in Manitoba are saving 14 cents a liter. And as of January 1st, folks in Alberta are going to be paying nine cents more. That's pretty weird. Well, and it'll be interesting because, you know, it's possible that, that Alberta won't have the cheapest gasoline in the country after January 1st. Might be Manitoba, could be Saskatchewan. Yeah, and so this has been part of the Alberta advantage now for the past year. And this is more like just taking my tax hat off for a second here just personally i'm kind of scratching my head because i'm i really like the premier like she's a very likable person i've known her for years and this just doesn't fit her style and she had put out a tweet i don't know if you saw that a couple of weeks ago saying look at this alberta advantage and it was a comparison between the price of gasoline in alberta and the price of gasoline in bc in vancouver and it's like yeah that's largely because we're not paying an Alberta fuel tax here because you're saving us 13 cents a liter of gasoline and diesel and we don't have the second carbon tax that's hammering us as much as they do in British Columbia like the big difference here is taxes and she seems the type to want to keep taxes as low as possible and this is where I'm appealing to her saying you gotta listen to the hard-working taxpayers and not to those Edmonton bureaucrats 
who might be wincing and saying, Premier, you need to raise taxes. Those are often the same folks who keep on urging us to have a PST every single year. So she needs to tune, I think, back in more with the folks who are driving past the price of gas at the gas station saying, wow, this is an Alberta advantage. I'm glad we're paying the lowest prices in all of Canada. They need to keep it that way if they can afford it. And as of right now, the provincial books say they can afford this. Something else to to watch for in the new year, and I guess around budget time, uh, on the side of income taxes, because Mm. the UCP promised, as you well know, well, there were two promises in the election. One was Bill 1, which we alluded to, the Taxpayer Protection Act changes. That happened. The other big promise was a lower 8% income tax rate on uh, the the first $60,000 of income. It's unclear where that stands. Obviously, it hasn't been implemented. What do you make of that? And uh, I mean, does the government get a pass for now or uh, is it is a broken promise at this point uh this is one of the reasons why we're having this conversation actually because if this were going hand in hand with oh and here comes your income tax cut boom as of the budget which is coming up in a couple months your income taxes for your first fifty nine thousand are now eight percent we're promise made promise kept if those were the signals we were hearing we wouldn't be as vociferous on this gas tax cut thing. But we're not hearing that. Mm -hmm. We were told many times it's coming very soon. It's coming very soon. We were expecting it to be in the budget, fully done. Everybody gets, you know, here's your income tax cut. But I don't know if you saw that call in from Rick Bell about 10 days ago. And now apparently staffers are calling out to columnists saying, oh, this is now part of our long-term plan. Not okay. Not acceptable. This was a huge election promise. They got a lot of goodwill out of this, and it's a big tax cut. For an average two-person working family, the UCP said this was going to save around, I think it was 1400 or $1,500 a year. Like, that's, that's serious money for a, a two-person working family. And just anecdotally speaking, if you come from another province, say you moved here from British Columbia, you kind of get into this mindset of because you don't have a PST, thank goodness, and because right now we aren't paying a provincial fuel tax, also thank goodness, a big part of Alberta Advantage, that it's lower taxes across the board. But that's not true, because right now, I think it's up to the first $147,000 worth of earnings, you're paying 10% which is kind of a punch in the nose when you're looking at your paycheck. And that covers most people. That covers most middle-class people, teachers, nurses, you know, uh, police officers, bus drivers, you name it. And so this is where we thought that was a very important promise, and they sure weren't saying long-term plan, et cetera, eventually during the election. So we expect them to keep this promise, and it's another reason why we're sounding the alarm a bit here on some of the tax relief. All right, well, we'll see what the the next budget has in store, as well as the rest of the year. Much more, as I mentioned, taxpayer.com. Chris, thanks for your time here this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you. Merry Christmas. You too.